to a very special edition of The Shant Show. We are joined by one of Coastal Carolina's most famous athletes of the recent times. We are joined by the one and only Alex Spillum. Welcome into the show. We are so glad you are here. How are you doing today? Doing well. I'm just, I'm happy to be here and uh, talk about Coastal football with you guys. We're excited to have you. So joined this evening by Josh and Jordan on my side. We're going to go ahead and get things started with this. Coming out of high school, you uh, didn't have very many offers, but you did have some from some of the top FCS schools in the country, uh, North Dakota State, South Dakota State. Um, being from Minnesota, those offers are pretty understandable, but why Coastal and, and why turn down the opportunity to fight for national championships at that level? Um, being a kid from the Twin Cities in Minnesota, um, a lot of the really good football players here go to NDSU and win national championships. And I felt like I just had a really unique opportunity to travel across the country, go somewhere much, much warmer in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and um, play at a program that was just becoming FBS. My first year at Coastal was the first year um, FBS. And, you know, the decision between go to a program that's already established and already has their, you know, their brand and all that they have, or go to a program that really doesn't have that yet and be part of the building of a program, you know, so that went into my decision and ultimately, you know, led me to Coastal. Yeah, and you played quarterback in high school, but you were listed as an athlete on 24-7. Were any of those other schools recruiting you to play quarterback or what other positions were they looking at for you to play? Yeah, I mean, it was really all over the board. I had offers to play quarterback, wide receiver, safety. Um, North Dakota State was thinking wide receiver, quarterback. Um, South Dakota State was thinking safety. So it was really all over the board. I didn't really factor in the position um, into my decision because I figured, you know, the coaches, it's the coach's job to, to figure out what position is best for me. And I trusted that wherever I went, you know, they would have me playing the position I should be playing. Um, once you finally got here, Alex, to Coastal, I mean, you guys, there really wasn't a lot of success starting out with you guys. You guys had a lot of couple of uh, rough seasons and Coach Jadwell coming in as the new head coach. Um, did you ever consider transferring um, after all those first couple of rough seasons you guys had here? Yeah, um, I'll be honest. Um, I felt my first couple of years switching to defensive back was not easy. And the team wasn't winning and I wasn't playing. We had the coaches coaching changes. Um, in three years, I had three different defensive coordinators. So there wasn't a whole lot of consistency. Um, I was also thinking maybe I should have stuck on the offensive side of the ball. So yeah, there was a time after the, uh, after like the 2018 season, maybe I was thinking about transferring, but I just knew that, uh, you know, if I wasn't good enough to play at Coastal, then, I, you know, I shouldn't be playing football. So I, I knew that uh, I needed to see it through and, and make it happen. Yeah, that was probably some of a lot of the other guys, C.J. Brewer, Gunter, mm -hmm. all those guys that kind of stayed through. Did you guys talk about maybe transferring? Did you guys talk to decide maybe you were going to stay and try to build something? Like at what point did you know that that group had something special with each other that you should stay? Um. 
That's a good question, man. Well, a lot of guys were leaving when Chadwell came in. Um, Jeff Gunner being one of them, actually. Uh, obviously, as you know, he he came back. But um, yeah, it was a thought that most of those guys, you know, probably thought about, you know, the new the transfer portal, and that was a new thing that that wasn't around, you know, before. So a lot of us were thinking that, but. No, we, we knew if we all stuck together and say, see, th- see things through and believed in Coach Chadwell that uh, we, could, we could accomplish whatever we wanted to accomplish. And you guys accomplished a lot of special things. You know, by the time you graduated, Coastal had gone to two bowl games and had won one in the previous, you know, however many years they hadn't even been to one. So you guys walked away with a lot. You know, what is your moment that you look back on and say, yeah, this was the start of that role. This was the start of us becoming a program that should be feared in, in the Sun Belt and feared across the country. Well, it's gotta, it's gotta be that 2020 season. You know, every game was on national TV. Um, you know, as, as much COVID was a bummer for everyone, it it may have benefited the coastal football program because of that national TV time that we got. And we were undefeated, you know, 11 and 0 until the last game, till the last second of the last game, I should say. And uh, yeah, just that year turned everything around. It changed so many lives in that program from players, coaches, et cetera. Yeah, that 2020 season was really special. And you guys, as a defense, you kind of took on this new thing they called the Black Swarm. When did that term kind of come about and what did it mean to you guys? In- kind of all coming together and taking on that namesake. Mm-hmm. Well, Coach uh, Staggs, our defensive coordinator, um, instilled that when he came in uh, 2019. And it meant a lot to us. We, we had these shirts that um, only like 15 shirts get given out each year, and it's voted on by everyone on the defense. And the shirts go to like, the, you know, the biggest dogs on the team, the guys who – represent what the black swarm means you know you're tough you're gritty you're physical fast nasty you get to the ball you hustle and we just believed in those things so yeah yeah so how about we fast forward to 2021 this past year you had the block punt and recovery for a touchdown against Kansas so tell me what was it like for you Alex uh, getting that block punt recovery for a touchdown in our whiteout game yeah, that was that was a real special moment for me. Uh, I had family there. We had, you know, the crowd was rocking. Uh, only thing that would have made that better is if it would have been on the end zone where the student section is. Other than that, it was perfect. But, you know, my eyes just lit up when I came through and I'm like, holy crap, I'm going to block this. And then it happened. And then just instincts took the, took over. I got up as fast as I could and dove back on the ball in the end zone. Yeah, I mean, you come out of the the elevator on the third floor, the uh, Norman Fieldhouse, and it's a big, big old mural of you in the uh, the cloak there. Yep. Take us behind that. What what's the story behind the the turnover cloak and the sword that you guys have? So that was another thing that Coach Staggs um, kind of created with us when he came in. And it's just, you know, something to get the boys hyped about, something to get it, you know, gets the people going. And to touch base on that mural a little bit, I didn't know that that was going to be there. And I was just 
going up the elevator to the team room. It was a normal Tuesday. And I get out of the elevator and see my mural on the wall. I was a little, you know, struck for a moment. It's pretty damn cool to to have that there. Yeah, sitting right next to the Sunbelt Championship trophy is this big mural of <laughs> Alex Spillum in, in, in yes, full sir. regalia looking awesome. But speaking of Sunbelt Championship, I know the, the Cure Bowl is super important for this team and, and for this mm-hmm. fan base, but that Sunbelt Championship was too. What did that mm-hmm. mean for you guys? I know it came in kind of some weird circumstances where we didn't get to play the mm-hmm. championship game, but yeah. how did you guys feel about it? Well, the fact is we played that team back in October and we beat them. So the co-champions that Sunbelt wants to say is a bunch of nonsense. And we all know that. That's all I'll say about that. Winning, being Sunbelt champion is a huge deal. And that was that is why guys like CJ Brewer, myself, Silas, we all stuck around to, uh, to accomplish that. Yeah, and after such a successful season last season, you guys had – a huge target on your backs this year. Everybody was gunning for you the year before you guys projected to finish dead last in the Sun Belt. Now you're projected to finish first. What approach did you guys take to that over the summer to really lock in and not let people catch you slipping when they were going to give you their best every single game? Uh, same approach, just um, working our asses off, making sure the younger guys, because some of the younger guys came in and they don't know what it was like to lose. The veterans, Teddy, myself, Brewer, Trey Carter, we were a part of those losing seasons after losing seasons. And that, that built up so much, you know, passion and fire that, that uh, it didn't matter how many times, how many games we won, we were still going to work as if we were, you know, going through that. And, you know, we just continued to work. That's really it. Yeah. Uh, Alex, um, Curtis brings up the Cure Bowl. Um, I know this past year, this one was big for you guys because you guys had just came off losing in the same bowl game. So how did it feel to, like, finally accomplish redemption after losing in 2020 and coming back, knowing you guys got back into that same bowl game and Mm -hmm. and finally the final seconds of beating NIU for the Cure Bowl Championship? Mm -hmm. It it couldn't have been a better better scripted ending for that, for our class. Um, You know, losing the way we did, and the Cure Bowl the way before uh, the year before, by that last second field goal was just heartbreaking, and to be back in that same bowl um, with a chance to win the first bowl game in school history, uh, it was it just went perfect, and you know I wouldn't have wanted it any other way. I was going to say we we would have preferred it to be a little further apart. We were all there in the press box doing media stuff for that. But what was it like being on the defense for that last two and a half minute drive, knowing that it was completely up to you guys, the offense put you in a position to win. And now you had to execute and keep them out of the end zone. What was the intensity of that moment? Like intense, stressful, um, nerves going and just, you know, a little bit of praying and getting lucky that, that uh, they didn't get that ball in the end zone and, and time ran out, but no, nah, it was, it was great. Silas made a huge play knocking that ball out um, late in the fourth quarter. Shout out to Silas. And uh, you know, it was a, it was a team win. It took all of us and uh, it was a great game. Yeah. You shouted out Silas for that uh, fumble. You also had a pretty 
important in intervention there, <laughs> bringing down your own <laughs> teammate. What was the thinking there? I got to know. I got to know. We saw it on the sidelines. He got tackled by Spillum, didn't mm -hmm. he? Yeah, he did. Mm -hmm. So late in the game, fourth quarter, we got the lead. Protect the ball. You see it all the time. You know, a turnover happens, and what's the offense try to do? Go for that ball. So it was just about um, giving the ball back to our offense. And, you know, we just – we didn't get one for – we just needed one first down. We didn't get it. That's why it came down to be so close. But uh, I would do it again, even though I got a bunch of backlash on social media. I was on the Come On Man segment on Monday Night Football, which is pretty crazy because I watched that segment and loved it growing up. But they took it out of context. They didn't explain that we were winning the game late in the fourth quarter. They just tried to make me look like an idiot. It's okay, though. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, that's fine. You'll have plenty of time in your NFL career to, to be, get back on there for something good, yeah? <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, well, another another big play you had also, you had a huge punt return, Alex, against uh, Buffalo this past year. Mm -hmm. uh, did the coaches think about putting you on punt return after that big play? And, and tell us how it came to you being on that play for it and making a huge play in the, that type of other game. Mm -hmm. So their quarterback, the quarterback for Buffalo actually used to be their punter. And we had seen on film um, earlier in the year that sometimes on fourth down, the punter or the quarterback will just take a couple steps back and punt the ball. So we talked about it. And, and right before the play happened, it was fourth down, quarterback steps back. And Coach Staggs is yelling at me, spill him, go back, run back and catch it. And the, he had a hell of a punt. He boomed it. I had to run back about 20, 30 yards just to catch it. And then, you know, I had the great return. And, yeah, it was it was thought about and talked about having me uh, return punts. But Javon was very reliable. And Javon was great at it. So we just, you know, stuck with him. And plus, I loved being in the block, you know, going for the block punts. So that was more my thing. Yeah, and another play that we focused on, we talked, go back to the Cure Bowl, that NIU trick play on fourth down late in the game where Rocky Lombardi walks off the field. And you guys, a couple, I saw Lance Boykin kind of stood up a little bit, but somebody, mm -hmm. CJ, pointed it out. You guys seemed pretty dialed in on that. What was that like? Did you guys kind of know that was going to happen? Was that something you had seen in the film? What were you looking for there? I was not expecting it. I, I believe uh, CJ Brewer was the one who um, – called it out and good thing he did because if he didn't you know who knows they, they'd probably get that first down um I'm as a safety obviously I'm like five six yards back I wasn't in much of the play anyways but yeah good for our, our D-line and linebackers to sniff that out yeah looking to the future now um how are you preparing for the next level what is that preparation like and mm -hmm. and, and what are you doing to try and get ready to to play in the NFL Mm -hmm. So right now I'm uh, working out six days a week. I'm in my hometown of Minneapolis, Minnesota, I'm working out over at the uh, Vikings facilities, not with the Vikings, but, you know, over at those facilities. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm in a, I'm with a group of guys who are also um, pursuing the NFL and we're focusing a lot on the, on the 40 yard dash and the vertical jump, broad jump shuttles, um, the, all the combine stuff. So it's, it's a lot of that, and as well, we're doing positional work, footwork, ball drills. So, yeah, it's a lot of work. Yeah, one of the things we noticed this season, this is not really football-related, but 
your Instagram name briefly was the Alex Spillum. Um, and obviously that comes from the Jordan strong. What has the relationship mm-hmm. been like between you guys and kind of that corner safety relationship you guys have on the football field as well? How awesome is that? Yeah, that's, that's my brother uh, to Jordan. Um, that's my man right there. And, and yeah, as you mentioned, the safeties and corners got to be locked in on the same page and I trust him. He trusts me. And um, yeah, I love that kid. Did you get any comments from your teammates on the Instagram name? <laughs> What's funny about that is uh, I, I switched it to that as like a joke. And um, I was going to switch it back. But Instagram has these rules where like you can't switch your name <laughs> too many times. So it, it was stuck there for about a month. But it was it was funny. We, we did make jokes about it. Yeah. I was about to say on the podcast, we called you that for the rest of the season. We didn't know how many people had seen that, but we definitely saw it. That's funny. Yeah. I had some people like uh, hit the DMS, you know, if it was an NIL sponsor or whatever, say like, Hey, D Alex, like, would you be interested in promoting blah, blah, blah. And they think my name is actually D Alex. It's good stuff. I gotta, I gotta ask you, um, you know, you being a part of these seniors, this senior class, how mm-hmm. Um, you guys left a legacy that's going to be going down in history in coastal football forever. So what does it mean for you to be a part of this school and to bring coastal football to national prominence? It means a lot. Um, you know, like we mentioned earlier, when I came to coastal, people would ask me, are you guys even D one? And now obviously we don't get asked that question because we were ranked in the top 25 for 20, however many weeks. Um, but yeah, it means a lot in this, this senior class and, and the team of 2020 and the team of 2021 uh, will be remembered forever in uh, this program's history. Well, that sounds to me like the uh, perfect way to, to end this, to, to, to move on and, and look forward to what Coastal has coming up and what you have coming mm-hmm. up. We're excited to see where you end up and, and in the league. But while we got you here, is there anything you want to plug? Is there anything, uh, any place you can direct the people to 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 get more of uh, De Alex Spillum? Uh, you know, I'm I'm big on the Instagram. I got Twitter. Uh, if you just search my name, you'll be able to find it. Um, but I appreciate you guys having me on. Really enjoyed it. Um, you know, and sometime down the road, you know, I'd be willing to come back on for sure. Absolutely, we look forward to appreciate it, man. But uh, thanks for jumping on with us. I appreciate you guys. Thank you, Spill. Take care, Alex. All right. So thanks again to Alex for jumping on the podcast with us. For Josh and Jordan, I'm Curtis signing off. Follow us on Twitter at The Shant Show, on Instagram at Shant Show. Again, uh, we've got some really exciting things coming up this spring season. Uh, baseball's just around the corner. We've got finishing up basketball season. So keep an eye out on the feeds for everything we've got going on. With that, enjoy the rest of your day. Sean's up.